You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday morning. Now, in the next 15 minutes or go, we're talking to the creative figure as behind Shenzhen-based music band Fear Drops. And uh, for those of you who may remember, uh, last week we had Brian Offenther recommend their song Patsy uh, to us. So I'm really, really delighted to have the duo uh, from Fear Drops joining us this morning. I'd like to welcome on the program David William Kay and also Edo DeBastiani joining us live. Uh, welcome to the program and thank you so much for joining us uh, gentlemen Thanks for having us. We're glad to be here. We are uh, also live on Facebook as well, so I'd love for our listeners to join us there. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear David and Edo. So first of all, maybe, uh, David, I'll I'll go to you first. Tell us a little bit more about your band, uh, Fear Drops. Yeah, well, as you said in the intro there, we're we're a two-piece band. We're based out of uh, Shenzhen, so just over the border there from Hong Kong. Um, we're Ido and David. Ido's from Italy. I'm from the UK. Um, we've known each other for quite a long time. And um, we've kind of, we, we've been in separate bands and as paths have crossed over the years. And uh, I moved to uh, Shenzhen just sort of before the pandemic. And uh, we were, it was a great chance for us to finally get together and, and start making music together, which is something that we've wanted to do for you know, quite some time. You mentioned just now you both have separate bands as well. Um, do you guys share similar music? Tell us a little bit more about your respective bands. Uh, Ido, tell us a little bit more about uh, the, the band that you formed before Fear Drops. Yeah, sure. I have a band. It's called Pet Conspiracy. It's from Beijing. We started to play together in 2008. So it's already 15 years we're playing together. It's incredible. Yeah. It was just when I arrived to Beijing from Italy and I started to play with them. And uh, I'm still playing with them uh, right now, even if uh, I'm based in Shenzhen and they are in Beijing. But, you know, with the technology and all the things, uh, it's pretty easy, actually, to to write music, even if you are like uh, yeah, in the, the other side of the world, basically. And uh, yeah, and um, we play like kind of uh, electro clash uh, music uh, it's kind of difficult to describe every time you need to describe your own music but it's <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it's, it's like describing art it's yeah it's very yeah, sort of difficult <laughs> yeah and, and actually i met uh, i met uh, david uh, when uh, i was still in beijing and uh, we listened to his song he was playing with uh, junk mm-hmm. junks at the time and we were listening to him and then uh, we, we were thinking his music was so cool. So we call him and say, do you want to collaborate with Pi Conspiracy? Maybe we can try to do something. That was back in uh, 2012, 2013. Yeah, I think. when I first arrived in China. Yeah. Right, right. And then, uh, yeah, he came to, to Beijing. So we had the chance to meet. We play some music together. And then finally, when uh, we both moved in Shenzhen, after many years, we decided to join together and make this project called uh, Fear Drops. Excellent. And David, had you heard of uh, Pet Conspiracy before? Had you heard of uh, uh, Ido's band before? Uh, not before coming to China, but <clears throat> when I when I came to China, I started also my own uh, project, music project with my wife called uh, Party Horse at that time. And we were doing similar sort of electro clash, sort of pop music um a little bit more uh song based and um we were playing some festivals and then i started to hear about pet conspiracy because at that time they were they were one of the sort of bigger 
bands in China with a really good reputation for great live shows. Um, I saw them and, and so when Ido called me, I was actually really, um, excited to, to be involved with them. Um, and anyway, for one reason or another, that, that sort of collaboration never really came to fruition. Um, and I, I began another band that Ido mentioned called Junks, which was more of a kind of eighties inspired kind of synth wave pop band. Cause I was getting really into that kind of synth revival music at that time. Um, combining that with my love of like songwriting. And, uh, yeah, when I moved to Shenzhen, that, that band, we were based in Hangzhou kind of fizzled out and I was looking to do something a bit more, uh, guitar driven. I know that Ido, his roots are similar to my roots, more, uh, rock and roll guitar music, indie rock roots. And we, we've not been doing that kind of music for quite some time. So it was a good chance for us to like, you know, dust off the guitars and try and um, bring the influences from our previous bands into the into the mix, but trying to keep it a more guitar-driven uh, outfit. Yeah, well, let's talk about some of these influences that you've both uh, had. Uh, what sorts of music, what sorts of things inspire your your, your creations now, your music now? David? You want to go first, oh, Yeah, Ida? I would say, I would say that, uh, well... The, the good thing about this band is that uh, we basically went back to the roots. So the music creation, it's uh, basi- basically like a classic song, usually a classic rock song. Then we just twist a little bit with some sounds, you know, 80s and synths and these kind of things. But the construction of the song is really is really like a classic rock. So I would say that what is influencing us is really like the rock from the 60s, uh, uh, Beatles, uh, we love Beatles, yeah. both, both me and David. So I would say that that's the biggest influence we have. But then uh, in terms of uh, all the sounds that we put in, uh, like since uh, we go like uh, 80s, uh, bands from the 80s, uh, 90s, uh, the Britpop uh, in the 90s also, if you see, uh, for me, Blur, but uh, yeah. many, many bands actually that we love from, uh, from that uh, era. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm nodding because also from my era <laughs> as well. Right. Um, right. What about for you then, David? What sorts of uh, musical uh, influences have, have you had growing up and how have you sort of incorporated that or bear that in mind when you're creating your your own music? Well, for me it's I've been obsessed with like rock music and rock history since I was a teenager, right? So I I just view it as like a a, a huge tree. In kind of at the top of the tree, you have the Beatles. And then you have so many different branches going off into different kinds of music. You know, you, even in the 60s, you'd have, you know, the Velvet Underground who were around at the same time, but doing stuff that was really like distorted and quite wild and the ly- lyrically quite um, from a street level. Then you had more psychedelic stuff like Pink Floyd. And then you go into the 70s, more progressive stuff and into the 80s, post I just view it as this like huge tree with there's all these different things going on. And I love to read about them and I love to listen to them. So I've always been obsessed with this kind of thing. So it's it's everything, like all of this stuff that you'll hear in like 30 years of being, you know, alive, that um I we try and like sort of condense it and, and boil it down to um what is good about these different kinds of music. Is it the the drum beat is it the guitar sound you know and different songs require different 
different approaches. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's really um, we share a lot of similarities, but we also have differences which create um, fear drops our our sound. You know, a good melt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And isn't it amazing how universal music is? I mean, it seems like we grew up in different parts of the world, or all, all three of us, and I'm sure our listeners. Yet, you know, when you talk about these music influences, it's so recognizable, um, and and it's obviously influenced your your own collaboration uh, between Edo and and you, David. N- well, talk us through some of the collaboration processes that you've both had, um, perhaps even during the pandemic, that perhaps if you weren't able to record in the same studio, how did the, how did you then, you know, uh, send over music? How, how did that collaboration process work for you both? Right. Edith? Well, during the pandemic, it was uh, the, the, the good thing of these days is that you can make music basically home. You have like a sound card, a couple of speakers, uh, your instruments, and you basically can make an album very easily. So during the pandemic, it was kind of weird because I was stuck in Thailand for like nine months. Uh, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I had my little sound card uh, and speakers and was still continuing to record the stuff uh, with uh, with wow. David that was then uh, at that time. So the creative process more or less the same as we have right now so we have an idea we just share it through through a chat or whatever you know and then we try to think about it and then we meet here in studio and we try to develop it it's not working always like that because sometimes we just meet in studio we start to play something you know we it's say so okay organic. This, 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 yeah. okay, let's, like the old ways you know in doing it we are still doing it now that we are able to stay together, you know, again, uh, after after a few years. And uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, during the pandemic, there's one song that maybe your listeners want to check out. It's called uh, Not Like Hollywood. It's on our, um, you know, you can find it on the music streaming apps, Not Like Hollywood. And that was that was a song that was recorded. And we also made a video for that song during the pandemic when Ido is in Thailand. So he was he had some friends there. He's sort of um filming his parts of the video in Thailand. And I was filming my parts here in Shenzhen. And also the recording, it was like, okay, I set he sends the bass, I send the guitar, we send the bot you know, we would that was a real um song that we kind of put together and did the video without actually being face to face. So that song always reminds me of, of that time. Wow, that's pretty incredible. But yeah, I mean, I suppose each has its merits. That one sort of gives you, you know, for lack of a better word, um, the the, the creativeness in your own home to do it. But then when you're able to sort of be together in the same room to really jam and let the music sort of come uh, creatively. Um, So what does the name Fear Drops actually mean? Well, it doesn't really have uh, too much significance. We and we had this song very early on when we started to get together called Cage of Fear. And there was just something about the lyric in that song and this idea of um, people being yeah caged by their own insecurities and fear. And lyrically, it seemed to um, represent a lot of what I was singing about and writing about kind of subconsciously, you know. I'm not really the kind of songwriter who has like a topic and sits and writes the lyrics. It's always with me, the music first, and then the lyrics kind of come uh, as a stream of consciousness, you know. And later I can look at them and think, oh, um, that's interesting. But at the time, I'm just kind of like letting it all come out and expressing myself without overthinking. But this theme was coming up, this fear, cage of fear, 
And then I like to sort of play with words a little bit like teardrop, fear drop, and like letting go of your fears, discarding your fears and being kind of free, you know, and it just felt like a fairly um, positive name, but it has like a, you know, some melancholy in it, which I think is kind of where we're at, you know, musically and lyrically. Yeah, it's yes. so interesting. Yeah, sorry, go on, Ido. No, and plus it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, it's very catchy indeed. It has a, a good meaning to it. I was going to also um, add something, you know, as a music writer, as a songwriter, yeah, which one comes first? Do you sometimes have lyrics stuck in your head and these words that you want to incorporate in your next song? Or does the music sort of, do you have the melody first and then you sort of find never. words to fit Yeah, in? I never have words first. I know that there's, I mean, you read about all kinds of different songwriters uh, I love to do that. And everyone has a different process. And some people, they have pages of uh, lyrics. They're, they're right. I could never, it's always the music first. Um, and the melody comes and then that triggers, that triggers the words for me. That's yeah. how it always happens. I never have words first, always the music. And then as the melody emerges, words start um, coming into your mind. And then you just sit down and uh, try and craft um what it is you want to say like what are you trying to say where are these words coming from you oftentimes you don't know you're just happy they're coming you know you don't want to like it's like a dream if you try and think about it too much you'll forget so you just kind of let it happen quickly yeah. and uh, don't try and don't look at it directly <laughs> <laughs> do you ever have sort of writer's block does that happen with songwriting as well um i no, not really i go through I go through purple patches where I seem to just pick up the guitar and just songs are just coming out and that's fantastic. And then other times I don't really want to pick up the guitar too much. I don't feel like uh, inspired, but I never, it never seems to feel like a, a barren period or anything. It just feels like a, I'll just wait for the inspiration to strike or maybe take out the keyboard and mess around and uh, listen to some more music. And then more often than not, it just, comes quite quickly you know yeah what about you Ida? do you ever sort of give recommendations or I have give... very yeah i have very often uh blocks uh in uh writing lyrics that's why i don't do it at all <laughs> but it's more or less the same you just yeah. uh get a guitar acoustic guitar you try you know just play around uh, and then instead of singing something interesting uh, you just sing na 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 you know yeah. and then it comes out like uh, quickly yeah and uh, easily i do have sometimes some blocks i have to say though it's like a period of my life where i really cannot do anything i just do it if i have an input uh, i can actually you know working on it uh, but i don't get any input uh by myself, you know, and it, it, it happens sometimes. It's not like always like uh, coming. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of, uh, it's not really like about the process because the process now after many years we play, it's quite, uh, it's quite easy. It's important to have the first idea and then it just all the rest like goes with the flow basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's so authentic. It's true. Um, you know, there are periods where, you know, there are writer's block or even music block, as you said, and, you know, you just have to let it flow and not force it too much and it'll come yeah. sort of organically. Um, now we've got um, a few minutes before the 11.30 news. Gosh, time flies. I also have one of your tracks. Before we talk about uh, you, one of your songs, uh, can you tell us some of the music that you've been working on? Oh yeah, we, we're we're always working on new tracks, and we, we're trying to release as many singles as we can uh, over the course of the year. So maybe every uh, month or so, we'll put out some new music. 
we're currently working on one now, which is very, very uh, mellow. Probably one of the more mellow uh, tracks we've done sonically, um, because we have we we really like uh, quiet music, but we also like uh, loud, energetic music. So we're always uh, playing around with like trying to just execute it the best the best that we can, you know, and really get into that vibe and. You know, one of his favorite bands, Velvet Underground, on there. I think it was their third album where they have all of this, like, um, like pale blue eyes, and it's so mellow. And it's just we both just love that so much. So we, 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 oftentimes we try and get this mellow sound. You know. Yeah, and it's great as musicians that you have that versatility and that flexibility in your own sort of creativeness to create something a bit louder, but also something a bit gentler as well. Now, um, we've got a track that Talking you about. kindly sent over uh, called Talking Fax Machines. Um, let's have a listen. But before we do that, uh, tell us a little bit more about the idea behind this song. Yeah, this one is not mellow. This is more like just in the rock song category. And it just came from sort of studio jam where we kind of playing around with this riff and and then very quickly the song just formed one of those kind of blessings where you just a song kind of lands on your lap, you know. Amazing. Well, um, uh, because we're on Facebook Live, we're going to have to say goodbye uh, because we can't play music on, on, the, on the Facebook platform. So let's say thank you very much uh, indeed to David William Kay and also Ido De Bastiani, who are the duo behind Shenzhen-based music band Fear Drops, and they're very kindly sent over uh, one of their singles, Talking Fax Machines. Thank you so much, uh, David and Ido. Thank you very much indeed for your time. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>